What's up everybody, GenX Dividend Investor here. In this video I tell you how AI, like ChatGPT, will help my dividend stocks. So if you appreciate videos about dividends, then please hit the thumbs up button, subscribe if you haven't yet, and click that bell notification. Okay, so first I'll explain the current state of AI, and then I'll explain why certain dividend stocks should do very well because of how things are progressing. Now I got my degree in mathematics and computer science from Carnegie Mellon University. One of my favorite courses I took was in artificial intelligence, and my school had a pioneer in the foundations of artificial intelligence in Herb Simon, who won the Nobel Prize in Economics and the A.M. Turing Award in the National Medal of Science. So as someone who is interested and has some background in AI, I can tell you that the world is moving towards what I'd call real AI, which I think will ultimately be when software is able to learn, like humans, but almost without limit, as well as be self-aware. That point in which AI becomes self-aware is called the singularity, which is also when they have the ability for continuous improvement so powerful that it will evolve beyond our control. That being said, AI is a pretty overloaded term, but it's ultimately about machines perceiving, synthesizing, and inferring information. So there are aspects of AI involved with speech recognition, computer vision, and in complex things like self-driving cars or enabling robots to run over complex terrain. Now a very popular AI bot that has taken the world by storm is OpenAI's ChatGPT, which you interact with via typing conversationally. OpenAI is an organization founded in 2015 by a group that included five billionaires with names you'd recognize, like Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, and others. Microsoft provided OpenAI with a $1 billion investment in 2019, and a few days ago just invested in another reported $10 billion into it. And as someone who's long in Microsoft, I can tell you I'm happy they did that, and after you finish watching this video, you'll understand why. ChatGPT was launched at the end of 2022 and has become one of the fastest growing services in history. For example, it took Netflix three and a half years to hit 1 million users. It took Facebook 10 months to hit 1 million users. It took Spotify five months and it took Instagram only two and a half months. But it took ChatGPT just one week to hit the 1 millionth user mark. And I was one of those people who signed up, so let me show you ChatGPT in action you'll see that it's kind of an interactive and creative search tool which also remembers what you previously did, almost like you're talking to a super smart person. Let's ask ChatGPT, what is a dividend? It responds, a dividend is a payment made by a company to its shareholders, usually in the form of cash or additional stock, as a distribution of the company's profits. Now let's ask it to explain that to me like I'm a first grader. And now it says, a company makes money like when you sell lemonade. If a company has extra money, they might give some of it to the people who own a part of the company, like the people who bought their special lemonade cups. This extra money is called a dividend, just like when you might share some of your lemonade money with your family or friends. So two things are very cool about that. Number one is that it remembers what you were doing without you having to query it again. And number two is that it can simplify concepts down to easier to understand levels. Another amazing aspect about ChatGPT is that it's creative. How about we ask ChatGPT to build us a plan to incorporate the principles of David Goggin's latest book? So I'll ask it, act like a life development coach, build me a four-week plan to start integrating the principles of the book Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. David Goggins is a former Navy SEAL who is also an ultra-distance triathlete, public speaker, and author. Now we see ChatGPT responds with, Here's a four-week plan to help you integrate the principles of Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Week 1 Mindset Start each day with affirmations to build confidence and mental toughness. Write down your goals and why they are important to you. Read a chapter of Can't Hurt Me every day and reflect on the lessons. 
Practice visualization techniques to picture yourself succeeding. Week 2 Physical Challenge Set a goal for physical activities such as running or lifting weights. Start small and gradually increase the difficulty over time. Focus on pushing through discomfort and pushing your limits. Track your progress and celebrate your achievements. Week 3 Mental Challenge Seek out new challenges and experiences that push you out of your comfort zone. Learn a new skill or take on a new hobby. Practice mindfulness and self-reflection. Cultivate a growth mindset and embrace failure as a learning opportunity. Week 4 Emotional Challenge Practice gratitude and positive self-talk. Seek out relationships with supportive people. Cultivate empathy and practice active listening. Work on building resilience and bouncing back from setbacks. Remember, this plan is just a starting point. The key is to make it your own and stick with it, even when it gets tough. By integrating these principles into your life, you can build mental and physical toughness, resilience, and a growth mindset. So think about how powerful that interaction just was. It was able to summarize the principles of the book into an action plan for us to follow. I love it. That ability to summarize and simplify is very powerful. Like, I could ask it to, tell me what the plot is of Othello like I'm a first grader. And ChatGPT says, Othello is a story about a brave warrior named Othello who is loved by everyone. He is married to a beautiful woman named Desdemona, and they are very happy together. But then a mean man named Iago starts telling lies about Desdemona. Iago convinces Othello that Desdemona is being mean to him, and that she is not being honest. Othello starts to believe Iago and gets very angry with Desdemona. He starts to treat her badly and even hits her. Desdemona is very sad and doesn't know what she did wrong. In the end, Othello realizes that Iago was lying to him and that Desdemona was always honest and good to him. But it's too late and Othello is very sorry. He is so sad that he hurts himself and Desdemona dies. The story is about how lies can make people do bad things and how it's important to always believe in the people you love and be honest with them. Isn't that awesome? It's really amazing that ChatGPT can do that. How about we use it to write an original fantasy book for us? Let's tell it to write the first pages of an original fantasy novel about a half-orc struggling to stay alive against humans bent on orc destruction. Include a mystery that the half-orc has to solve about his parents who are unknown to him, but ultimately were responsible for starting the war that involves the five continents in the world. And this is what ChatGPT comes back with. Prologue. In a world where humans, orcs, and other races coexisted, the half-orc Aaron was born. Born from an unknown mother and an orc father, Aaron lived a life on the run from the humans who hunted down orcs and any half-breeds like him. Growing up, Aaron always wondered about his parents and the war that the humans constantly talked about, the war that involved all five continents in the world. Chapter 1. Aaron was in a small village trying to trade goods for food and shelter when the humans attacked. He fought as hard as he could, but the humans were too many and soon he found himself being chased into the woods. He ran for what felt like hours until he stumbled upon a cave. Chapter 2. In the cave, Aaron discovered an ancient book filled with information about the war and the role his parents played in it. He learned that his father was a powerful orc warlord who, along with his mother, a human sorceress, started the war by joining forces and attacking the humans. Chapter 3. Aaron was shocked at what he had read and he set out on a journey to discover the truth about his parents and the war. He knew that it wouldn't be easy, as the humans hated orcs and wanted to kill him on sight, but he was determined to solve the mystery of his past. As he traveled, he encountered many challenges and made new allies along the way. But the closer he got to the truth, the more dangerous his journey became. Aaron soon realized that the war was far from over and that the fate of the world was in his hands. Now I could ask it to expand chapter 1 into 30 pages of drama in the vein of J.R.R. Tolkien or George R.R. R. Martin. It could create a new book from scratch and then I could use other AI tools to create cover art for my new book. You see, OpenAI also has a tool called Dolly which lets you type in a sentence and it will dynamically create art for you. 
So just like we had generative text in ChatGPT, we also have generative art. Let's ask Dolly to draw a golden bull riding a rocket to the moon. And it spits out some original art for us. These days, new AI tools are showing up all over the internet. Let's try out images.ai, another art creation AI, and ask it to create a picture of a half-orc struggling to stay alive against humans bent on orc destruction. All these AI sites are being slammed these days, so in this case it puts us in a queue of people that are generating art. But in a few short moments it spits out different options. Are you seeing how powerful this is? ChatGPT can also create code, from Python to HTML to whatever. Programmers are starting to use ChatGPT in a variety of helpful ways. I have a relative who's a lawyer who's been trying ChatGPT and was blown away at how it could help her vet things and create contextually appropriate templates for her law practice. I've got another relative who works in education and all the teachers are worried about how they'll catch kids who can more easily cheat and can create essays in seconds using ChatGPT rather than actually write them. In fact, a professor of computer science at Missouri State University has been investigating ChatGPT. He found that it could pass a college law school exam in a field test and he uses MSU multimedia programming courses to test its efficiency in code and he said it did well. I think it could pass my introductory class without any problems. But I also tested it for one of my advanced classes and it didn't do as well. Still think about that. In a short time it's able to pass freshman college classes and I'm sure in a few years it'll be far beyond any PhD candidates out there. I bet we aren't too far away from being able to ask it, create a movie, kind of like Underworld, but where a newly turned vampire uses his skills as a pianist to destroy hordes of zombies. Or maybe, create a video game that plays like Mario Kart, but instead it's in the ocean using submarines. In fact, I just saw a headline on Slashdot about an AI-generated show called Nothing Forever, which is an endless Seinfeld episode. It's been streaming non-stop since mid-December, and algorithms are what's generating this thing. Now, it's really bad, but you can start seeing the potential. I recorded a bit from Twitch where it's streaming. A really cool thing they've done is that the show can effectively change the narrative based on the Twitch audience feedback. Wouldn't that be neat watching some original fantasy series and you'd be able to suggest what happens, maybe vote along with others on what direction the hero goes or whatever? It's like a dynamic choose-your-own-adventure. Now imagine having shows on Netflix or wherever that you can continually watch, at least once the technology improves more. You could see how companies like Comcast and others will eventually be using 100% computer-generated content which would both speed up new content creation along with drive down costs. Why hire a movie star for $20 million when you can create reusable AIs? And once the writing improves and the graphics improve, why would they do anything else? Picture where this technology could be in 10 years, let alone 20. At that point you could literally just create your own personalized movies and TV shows from scratch, assuming you had the processing power. Now ChatGPT currently has some limitations, like they haven't allowed it to be able to provide real-time information of everything on the internet yet, so that just means it has some outdated data it's using, but I bet newer and more expansive datasets are coming. Still, the world is getting blown away by ChatGPT. Paul Graham of Y Combinator tweeted that, The striking thing about the reaction of ChatGPT is not just the number of people who are blown away by it, but who they are. These are not people who get excited by every shiny new thing. Clearly something big is happening. Elon Musk wrote that, ChatGPT is scary good. We are not far from dangerously strong AI. You can find AI tools to create music from scratch, and even tools that listen to a voice recording, and then you can type phrases and it can speak in that voice, even using the same intonations and such. Imagine how Robin Williams' estate could monetize his voice for movies or podcasts or whatever. Of course, all these new tools aren't without flaws. Like a new scam has popped up where people use AI tools to impersonate members of someone's family to scam them out of cash. 
What they do is scrape social media sites like Facebook and Instagram and such, and they find audio and video of someone, and they review all their social media posts and friends and such to learn information about them as well as their family members. Then they place voicemails to their relatives asking for emergency cash. Imagine you got a voicemail from a cousin who needs 500 bucks to pay bail because they're in a big mix-up in a prison. If you can't distinguish their voice is fake and blah blah blah, you might just get scammed. I mean, elderly folks get scammed all the time. Imagine how this new technology can only make things easier. It won't be long until fake Gen X's are replicating my voice to create bogus stuff and ultimately trying to scam people. Another scam that's out there right now is a fake smartphone app called ChatGPT, which is charging 8 bucks for people to download it, and apparently thousands of people did so, even though ChatGPT is only accessible via browser right now. Now all these AI tools are incredible, but I think as the technology keeps improving that there will be significant job losses, and unlike previous technical revolutions, this will be a net job killer, even though some new jobs will open up. So many knowledge working jobs will eventually be impacted, from low level legal functions, to copy editors, to researchers, to lower end programmers, and the list goes on and on. Eventually therapists, lawyers, doctors, teachers, lots of jobs will be impacted to one degree or another. People like Elon Musk have warned that AI will eventually replace every job, making the need to work obsolete. My guess is that Microsoft will probably integrate ChatGPT and other AI tools directly into Bing so that you can not only search for things, but you can also use it to do work for you, to create things, whatever. If Microsoft did that, then I'd actually consider using Bing instead of Google. Speaking of Google, they recently called out ChatGPT as this code red existential crisis issue that they got to respond to. And while ChatGPT currently has some basic issues that limit it from being a real search engine, it does deliver information more usefully and it's not just a bunch of links with ads. It's just a matter of time until ChatGPT has more real-time data it's exposing, while also improving the accuracy of what it does. Now Google still has some of the best talent on the planet, so they're responding by rolling out their own version of ChatGPT, but still I gotta admit that this is the first time that Google search isn't looking unstoppable. Regardless, a big limiting factor here, other than your imagination, will be the massive computing power consumption that AI needs, where again Microsoft is one of the biggest players in the world with their Azure Infrastructure as a Service model, that will benefit as these new AIs need more and more processing power to respond to user requests. And they're currently going to roll out ChatGPT as a pay service for enhanced functionality. A good sign that AI is hot and only heating up more is if you follow where venture funding is putting its dollars. The venture capital world has quickly turned its investing thesis from blockchain to artificial intelligence. Top VCs from Y Combinator and Andreessen Horowitz are quickly shifting their investing dollars to new AI startups. But what existing companies will benefit from the new age of AI improvements? Well, I think pharma companies like J&J, AbbVie, and Pfizer, all of which I'm long in, will benefit as they'll use AI to help identify new drugs as well as optimize their existing pipelines. Now it'll become easier than ever to parse massive amounts of data to find correlations between food, diet, lifestyle, demographics, etc., all of which they'll be able to exploit. Energy exploration companies I'm long in like Exxon and Chevron will use AI to enhance identification of potential oil locations, coupled with identifying improved processes for oil capture, storage, etc. in ways we've never thought of before. Tobacco companies I'm long in like Altria, Philip Morris, and British American Tobacco will use AI to build new innovative and safer products to enhance their revenue streams. Consumer discretionary stocks I'm long in like McDonald's and Starbucks will keep introducing more technologies for automation which will allow for faster and more accurate orders and ultimately will also drive down costs over time as the machines become cheaper to run than people. Technological innovation will enable both top and bottom line improvements, not to mention better customer satisfaction scores. I mean these days it's not uncommon to pull up to a Starbucks or a McDonald's drive-thru and have to wait until you can order and get your food. 
Imagine if these things get automated to the point that there's never a line, and think how cool it will be when your order is delivered within minutes by a drone. All that and more will be coming our way soon, thanks to ongoing technological innovation. Utility companies I'm long in like Duke Energy and Southern Company will have AI parse through massive amounts of energy data, spotting energy needs and spikes faster, and responding accordingly, optimizing energy usage across grids. Literally every company out there will be looking to gain better business insights into their massive data stores, as well as will be looking for ways that their business leaders will be able to more easily ask questions and get them answered faster than they currently do it. Imagine when companies could have a chat GPT-like interface sitting on top of all their data. AI will be optimizing business processes from where stores should be open to how warehouses should be built, and everything in between. Every corner of every business will be looking for ways to operate better, faster, and cheaper, and I believe that AI will be the next technological innovation that will be even bigger than the internet was. Two big takeaways from this video are, number one, you should be thinking about your skills and your job and how you need to position yourself for the future. And number two, that you probably want to be investing in companies like Microsoft that will be at the forefront of capitalizing this new AI future we're heading into. The people who win in the future will be the ones who own quality companies that are appreciating. The future is coming fast and it's never too late to put yourself on a better path. Invest intelligently in your skills and your portfolio and your health and your relationships and you too will win. And with that I'd like to shout out my newest Patreon aristocrats who have signed up since my last video. So thank yous go out to AK Wolf, Space Jesus, Vern Fighter, The Devilex, Budgetwise Investor, KJ Rules 2017, Damien, and Ouch Colonel. I'd also like to thank my new Patreon aristocrats who've signed up for an entire year, giving them a 10% discount. So thank yous go out to Willie B, Michael B, and Just Got Lucky, who all signed up for a year, locking in 10% discounts. Aristocrats gain access to my dividend portfolio tracker spreadsheet, which I use in lots of my videos, and they get special access to various private channels on my Discord, including one which lets you watch my videos before I release them publicly on YouTube, as well as lets you vote on which thumbnails I should use, and of course you get more direct access to me. They also get a shout out as you just heard, and I add them to my scrolling news ticker on my videos. Finally, I urge everyone to join my free dividend Discord chat server, which has thousands of dividend investors on it from around the world. Regardless of what you do, please hit the thumbs up button, subscribe if you haven't yet, and click that bell notification. Thanks for watching, stay positive, and I'll talk to you again real soon. I am not a financial advisor, and these videos are for entertainment, inspiration, and educational purposes only. Investing of any kind involves risk. I am only sharing my opinion with no guarantee of gains or losses on investments.